shine between the lines If you would let yourself go Find some place you know You can use your words, use your hands You can change the world, just pretend Express yourself, take a chance and you'll see Who you'll be It's time to express yourself Where teens talk and the world listens Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. It's that time of year again. When the skies get a little darker, pumpkins take on a new significance, Treats are for the taking, and spooky becomes our new favorite word. Yep, you guessed it, it's Halloween. Hello and welcome to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with creative young people. A platform to give teens a voice, right here on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Hannah Hundel, and today the theme for our show is All Hallows Eve, or as we more commonly call it, Halloween. And I'm Caitlin Darrow. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity. We have a riveting program in store for you today as we delve into this holiday like never before and reveal how you can have fun on Halloween at any age. You don't want to miss our special lineup of guests today, including a Nickelodeon star actor and an awesome new high school student. So, sit down. Grab your unbuttered popcorn, sorry, I'm a health junkie, and get ready for a thrilling show. And before we begin our show, I want to give a huge congratulations to our very own Caitlin Darrow for appearing on the Steve Harvey Show and being honored as a Harvey's hero for her charity, Angels of God Clothing Closet. Check out the website at angelsofgod.org. Thank you so much for mentioning that. It was such a cool experience, and I'm really excited to talk about it on a future segment. Um, I'll release all the details, but right now, today, I'm going to be talking about Halloween. So, the season of Screams and Scares is officially here. Halloween is right around the corner, and it's time to embrace your inner ghoul. Although there's only a few days until Halloween, it's definitely not too late to get into the if you're in need of some spooktacular holiday inspiration, then here are eight ways to get you into the spirit of Halloween at the Halloween Haunted Attractions. Visiting a haunted attraction is the perfect way to celebrate this frightening holiday. Better way to get into the, hol- the Halloween spirit than by fending off vicious vampires and escaping the clutches of serial killers. A few weeks ago, I went to Universal Orlando's Halloween Horror Night, so I'm definitely still in the mode from there. (laughs) And it was certainly just the ultimate Halloween um, experience, and it really got me into the mood. Yeah, I know. I remember you talking about how they had different houses with different themes, and I thought that was really interesting because you typically don't find that at these haunted house destinations. Exactly. It was so neat. At Halloween Horror Nights, there were eight different haunted houses, and my two favorites were based on AMC's hit TV series, The Walking Dead, and then also John Carpenter's classic Halloween. 
um, which are just two very horrifying programs. Um, and these went along with also outrageous live shows and then various um, scare zones throughout the Universal theme park. So there was a lot going on. And although I was in a constant state of fear while going through the houses and scare zones, I'm so glad that I went and I was able to embrace the spirit of Halloween. I think the second best way to get into the spirit is to decorate. Decorating your house or porch for Halloween can really set the mood for the holiday. Think of cobwebs, jack-o'-lanterns, and yeah. skeletons. Maybe you can even spook out your neighbors with a graveyard scene in your front lawn <laughs> and some ghoulish props. I think it's really great if you're creative and really let your mind run. Right. Oh, my gosh. I totally agree. I mean, I absolutely love carving pumpkins to put outside of our door. I think they really just get you in the festivities of the holiday and kind of get you in that spirit. It totally does. I totally agree. Um, and then I think the third best way um, from my own personal experience is watching horror films. As I said before, I have a total love-hate relationship when it comes to scary movies. Even the two-minute trailers give me do- give me like goosebumps. I freak out <laughs> just trailers. Um, so although the, ho- the horror genre really isn't my forte, um, seriously, I'm such right. a scary cat, <laughs> I can really admit that Halloween is a great time. Number three to get you into the holiday spirit is definitely horror films. Now, I have a love-hate relationship when it comes to scary movies, and I know I've mentioned that before on the show. Um, Even the two-minute trailers give me goosebumps. (laughs) So although the horror genre is not my forte, seriously, I'm a total scaredy cat, I can admit that Halloween is a great time to host a spooky movie marathon. Gather your bravest buds to watch all the classic horror flicks because I think that watching scary movies is a lot better when you're surrounded with friends. Oh, for sure. Also, scary. Yeah, oh, definitely. And I think that especially at this time of year, it's the perfect time to do that. I mean, I don't know any other time of the year that I'm even inclined to watch a scary movie like you, but I know there's a couple (laughs) good ones out right now in the theaters too, right? Yeah, definitely. And and I'm the same way. I mean, I could never just like sit down and be in the mood for, you know, a horror flick. I think, you know, this time of year is perfect. And then there are also a few scary movies out in the theaters right now, like Ouija and which I think is about like, you know, Ouija boards and all that creepy stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, Dracula Untold, which will definitely set the eerie tone for Halloween. Number four is to read, which I know you're probably thinking you can do that any time of year. But I think that as the weather gets colder, um, personally, one of my favorite things to do is just curl up with a good book. And I really enjoyed reading Edgar Allan Poe's, um, you know, his dark poetry and grim stories during the fall when there's that chill in the air and everything seems a little bit more somber. Um, I definitely recommend checking out Poe's uh, The Raven or The Cask of Amontillado. Um, you know, Halloween is just such a great time to read those scary movies or to read those scary books and watch those scary movies because any other time of the year, um, it can be really horrifying. Right. And, you know, I think also Telltale Heart is a great one, too, to just kind of sit by the fireplace. And, you know, how often do we really gather around the fireplace and with the dark night and just the glow of the fire and just sit there and read a spooky book and just feel all that negative vibes and energy in the air? I think it's it's weird, but it's also kind of great at this time of year because, as you said, we don't really do it any other time. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I can't picture myself, like, in the dead of summer, you know, doing that. Um, I think that this is the perfect time of year. 
Um, and also, I would definitely recommend to Miss Stephen King's horrifying novels. I've actually never really dove into those novels just because reading the little paragraph on the back um, scared me. <laughs> so um, I refrain from reading it, but maybe in a couple years um, I'll dive into some Stephen King. But I think that the creepy literature will have you counting down the days to Halloween. Number five to get you into the holiday spirit is to cook. Um, and I know sometimes cooking isn't really associated with Halloween, but I think that this Halloween you can turn your dinner time into a festive and frightening ordeal. You can cook up a meal of stuffed jack-o'-lantern bell peppers. If you've never heard of them, you yeah. have to do a Google search um, to see picture. They're so cool. Um, you'll, it's, they're really, really neat and super tasty, too. Um, and paired with a side of monster mashed potatoes, I think that you're totally set <laughs> for a Halloween meal. Um, and like also, little, well, a great little appetizer for a Halloween party, too. Yes, definitely. And I'm totally going to suggest throwing, you know, a costume party later in the segment because what better way to get into the spirit than that? Um, and, you know, I think that people can use their imagination. You can even turn an everyday dish into, you know, one of these spine-chilling meals, like a plate of blood and guts. That could just be spaghetti and tomato sauce. Uh, if you have, you know, if you think twisted like that, I think that it can be really frightening and scary out of an ordinary thing. And you can also finish off your seasonal um, meal with a dessert such as candy corn cupcakes or traditional pumpkin bread, which is super popular around this time of year. And, I mean, I find most of my creative recipes on Pinterest, so if you're looking for something delicious and aligned with the spirit of Halloween, I would be sure to check there. Number six, like you were saying, to throw a party. Exactly. I think that a costume party in Pacific is the best way to celebrate. A costume party is just one of those excellent opportunities to share your love for Halloween with your friends and family. And just because you're too old to go trick-or-treating, I know as we get older, um, teenagers sometimes don't want to go trick-or-treating and we kind of age out of it. It doesn't mean that you can't dress up. I think that right. costume parties are a great excuse to pretend to be somebody else for one night. Yeah, and you know, I think um, we have a great reason to go trick-or-treating this season because we can trick-or-treat for literacy as part of BTSYA's campaign. So thank you, Caitlin, for all this really great information. And during the break, be sure to visit BTSYA.com to check out the Trick or Treat for Literacy campaign. Instead of collecting candy, collect donations so that we can give a child the treat of a book. I'm Caitlin Darrow. Also, check out our radio site at expressyourselfteenradio.com and our Tumblr page at btsyaradio.tumblr.com. Stick around for our next segment as we continue our conversation. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune in to Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good what book. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? 
If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. You are listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Network. Brought to you by Be The Star You Are Charity. I'm Hannah Hundle. And I'm Caitlin Darrow. Now we've been having a really vibrant discussion uh, so far today. And it's about to get even better as we've been delighted to welcome onto the program a very rising young star, Sean Ryan Fox, currently stars as Jasper Dunlap on the hit Nickelodeon show, Henry Danger. Jasper is the hilarious best friend to Henry and the nemesis of the cute and precocious Piper Hart, Henry's little sister, played by Ella Anderson. Sean was born only a stone's throw away from Hollywood in Riverside, California. The baby in a family of four children, it didn't take long for his parents to discover his natural propensity for performing. At the tender age of two, his mom found Sean belting out songs on a sister's karaoke machine. From there, Sean went on to entertain his family at the age of six by creating and performing in his own plays. By the time he was eight years old, he had outgrown his living room and was headed to Hollywood, where he signed with an agent and hasn't stopped working since. He booked two national commercials within the first couple of months auditioning and soon landed appearances on TV shows such as ABC's Criminal Minds, Disney XD's Kickin' It, and KCAL9's First Family, and now he can be seen on Dan Schneider's Henry Danger as Jasper. Sean hasn't limited himself to just television, though. He won the lead in a family fair feature titled David's Dinosaur, and he just recently completed the Sean McNamara-directed film Field of Lost Shoes, shot on location in Virginia, and he also just finished filming Bereave with Jane Seymour and Malcolm McDowell. So he's been very, very busy. Now, on the show Henry Danger, Sean adopts the role of Jasper, who has been Henry's BFF since preschool. He's silly, goofy, and never fails to cheer his best buds up. Sure, he's not the shiniest gadget on the utility belt, but Henry can always count on Jasper to have his back, sidekick or not. Also, he's really into buckets. <laughs> when not busy acting, Sean can be found creating ideas with his Legos or Transformers or playing the drums. Sean, you sound like one very rocking young dude, and we are thrilled to welcome you to Express <laughs> Yourself. How have you been? I've been great. Very so how did... How did you first get into acting? Um, I think it's interesting how, you know, you lived kind of right near Los Angeles. So did you know from the beginning that you wanted to do this as a career? Uh, not really. Um, I actually started with uh, my dad wanted me to play some baseball. He played baseball in um, 
high school and stuff like that. And I sort of got into baseball. And then I sort of saw on TV, and my sister at the time was also doing some stuff. And after watching her doing that and then watching so much TV, I was just like, you know what? I feel like I can do this. And I and I, I just went for it and did it. And now I'm here, and I'm having tons of fun doing it. <laughs> wow, you jumped right into the fray. I love it. And yeah. I would imagine for any actor, really, you have to be drawn to that script because otherwise you can't devote your whole soul and being to it. So what yeah. was it about the script for Henry Danger that really gr made you gravitate towards it? Uh, well, I am a big comic book nerd. So, like, I love superheroes. So I thought, I thought doing this show would be awesome to be working on it. And then, like, I saw, like, some of the special effects in the script after um, getting it. And, like... I really liked that, but before actually getting the script, when I first saw it, I liked the characters and how it played, and when I saw Jasper, I liked, like, he was like, he was just, I felt like that was me, that was my character, someone who I could portray, not really acting, but just being myself. So, since you're so similar to your character Jasper, what are some specific similarities that you share, and also how are you different? Well, one thing I'm definitely different is I don't collect buckets. <laughs> um, you know, uh, Piper, who is Henry's little sister, may not be Jasper's sister, but me and my sister sometimes fight like that. But also with my character, I'm also like, I, I crack up some jokes sometimes. And there's also a couple times where somebody will say something and I will not completely understand. It'll go right over my head and I will not understand it. And it takes me a second to finally just like, oh, okay, yeah, that's, that's what that means. Uh, now, I think it's really great that you get to work with people like Henry's little sister, Ella Anderson, because we actually had her on the show and she was wonderful. And how much fun is it for you to get to work with these really great people? It's so much fun. I mean, like Cooper, who plays uh, Captain Man, he is so much fun to be around. I and Ella is definitely adorable, and she's just <laughs> wild and just fun to be around. And working with her is amazing. And like everybody, it's just like we're a big family. And like we've sort of like made this pack, and we just every day it's not we're gonna go to work, we're gonna go and have fun together. And we've just become this giant acting family. Well, it definitely sounds like a blast. And Dan Schneider is such a Nickelodeon legend. I feel like he's really the man behind so many great Nickelodeon shows. So I'm, I'm sure it's really wonderful working with him. Oh, yeah. He's a blast. I mean, he's always cracking up jokes. And there'll be times on set where we'll literally be in, like, the middle of shooting. And he'll just come over here and say, okay, I'm going to add a line or I'm going to change this line. And he'll just completely just, like, add in a new line and make it funny and just... He's like, I call him like a comedy genius. Like he can think of any funny joke like that in seconds. Oh, wow. That's always really great. Great energy to be around. I think you get a lot yeah. of positive vibes when you're working with people like that. And yeah. I know that he's an actor, but are there any other actors that you glean inspiration from as well? Well, I sort of did like Robert Downey Jr.'s like sarcastic character it might not portray my character, but I always liked him, and I've always, like, followed off of him. And another character I liked is Johnny Depp. He's, like, always gone for it. He's not embarrassed to do anything. He goes for those wild parts. He's not just playing a character. He's playing this outrageous, insane character. And I found that just amazing how he does that. And he's, he doesn't care what people think. He's just being him. Very true, very true. I think that it's always interesting um, to watch him in all of his varied roles. Yeah. So 
If you could be a superhero or a superhero sidekick yourself, what powers would you want to have? Mm, I would probably want to have uh, flame powers. I've always enjoyed like characters with fire powers and just like being able to shoot fire. I thought that would be really cool. Ah, very interesting. And I know that shows about superheroes tend to be quite regular, but can you tell us what really makes Henry Danger different from all of those? Why is Henry Danger so unique? Well, Henry Danger has the main superhero in it, but I think Henry Danger is not just about the main superhero, Captain Man. It's more about Kid Danger, the sidekick. It's more about his life and working around that. It's more of just him, his friends, trying to keep his secrets, school, what he does with that, and sort of at the same time still being in that crime-fighting sort of scenario and like it's not just about superheroes sometimes sometimes we have episodes where we'll be just in school or we'll just be at his house so it's not always about the superhero i think it's cool that the show is so varied and it kind of shows all these different aspects of a superhero and you know of that topic i think it's really really cool so yeah. today's show, our theme is really about Halloween. Will you be dressing up this year and trick-or-treating, or do you have a costume picked out? How are you celebrating? Uh, I'm not sure about costumes this year. I might be going to Halloween Horror Nights at Universal with some friends, and we might be going to the mazes and having some fun there for this Halloween. Oh, very oh, neat. neat. Yeah, uh, and you know, when you're out and about like that and you're you know having fun, I'm sure you come across a lot of fans, right? Uh, yeah, I, I would suppose so. I haven't done it yet for this year, but uh, I've definitely, uh, uh, I, I don't, I don't, I'll just go there and I'll see what happens. I'll definitely report about that. <laughs> <laughs> How great is it for you to get to interact with your fans or get a lot of positive comments, you know, whether it be on social media or in person? It feels great. I, and it's just like, you get those people that love you for being you. And it's not like, there's actually some people out there who actually like, what you do and not just like you because like you're famous so it's like hey you're famous i'll come meet you there's like some people out there that actually like deep down really they can relate to your character or they relate to you in some way and they they just really enjoy like your presence and just you being you right right well thank you very much sean for coming on the program today you no sound amazing and we wish you all the best in your future endeavors well thank you thank you so much i'm hannah hundle during the break, be sure to check out the website for the show at nick.com forward slash Henry Danger. You can catch Henry Danger on Saturdays at 8 p.m. on Nickelodeon. Well, I will definitely be tuning in. I'm Caitlin Darrow, and to connect with Sean via social media, look for Sean Ryan Fox 7 on Twitter and Instagram and Sean Ryan Fox Official fan page on Facebook. Also, be sure to visit our radio website at expressyourselfteenradio.com to see photos, descriptions, links, and more. Stick around for our next segment. Stay tuned. At 14, you've become a teenager and are ready to move on to the next phase of your years. The squeals and screams are replaced by slightly less squeals and screams, and you're expected to act a little more grown up. 
Tune in to Life at 14 for the answers and support you need to get through this time in your life. Your hosts have some amazing life experiences, and because of this, they have the know-how to get you ready for what's next. Life at 14, Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Kids channel. Are you ready to explore the amazing world under the sea? Your host is a certified scuba diver, explorer, he likes to cook, and most of all, he's just a kid like you. You'll find out a lot more lies under the sea than what you've seen on TV, in movies, and even in aquatic parks. You'll learn about all kinds of fish, as well as other sea creatures. We'll take you to some exotic destinations and so much more. There's a whole big world under sea just waiting to be discovered. Tune in to Under the Sea, Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Voice America Kids. What about the world concerns you? Is it future success? Is it world issues? Are you just looking to change the world in general? Tune in to What Up World? It doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, or what you look like. Everyone is entitled to the same chance for success. Follow your dreams. Move forward. Make a difference. Tune in to What Up World every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Real kids, real talk radio. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star team. Thank you for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving you across the world a voice to be listened to. I'm Hannah Hundle, and today on Express Yourself, our theme is Halloween. Now, in a prior segment, I alluded to the Trick or Treat for Literacy campaign that's been put on by the Be The Star You Are charity, which also funds our radio program. Now, I think that although when we grow older, we tend to think that we're too old and we're too sophisticated maybe to get out there and trick or treat at Halloween, I know for sure I will be there hitting every neighborhood this holiday trying to raise money for this campaign because what better way to give a child a treat than to give him a book. Don't you think, Caitlin? I completely agree, and I think that that's an amazing idea. Um, and, you know, I think that a lot of people associate giving holidays with maybe Thanksgiving or, um, you know, Christmas. Everyone wants to donate and give toys. I think that people should utilize ho- holidays like Halloween where we can trick-or-treat and we're able to raise money and buy these important items. I think that instead of overlooking Halloween and maybe Valentine's Day and New Year's, we can actually use those holidays as well to raise money and help with a cause. Right, and I think a great model to follow for this is actually the UNICEF campaign because UNICEF has partnered with Key Club to also conduct a kind of trick-or-treat for health campaign as well. And now Key Club, for those of you not familiar, is a high school service group. It's international. It's spread to over 30 countries worldwide now. And I'm a big part of the local Key Club region and division in my area. And we put on a lot of different volunteer activities, and we really try to get kids involved in service at a young age. And what's great about Key Club, too, is that although that branch of it is only for high school, there's Builder Club for junior high students as well as Circle K for college students. 
And this is all under the umbrella of the Kiwanis organization. And they've partnered with UNICEF to also kind of do a trick-or-treat for service or for a little health program that they've got going on as well to fight something called MNT, which is Mother Neonatal Tetanus. So they're doing this as well. You know, we're doing it for BTSYA. I think it's a great model to follow for anyone out there as well, looking to just trick-or-treat for something good and for a good cause. Yeah, I totally agree. And I loved what you were saying in the beginning about how, you know, us teenagers and young adults, sometimes we age out of trick-or-treating a little bit and people feel too cool to go trick-or-treating. I know I was talking to my little sister the other day who recently turned 13 and, um, you know, I trick-or-treated all throughout middle school, beginning of high school. But she was telling me about how at 12, 13 years old, you know, they think they're too cool for trick-or-treating, um, which I thought was really surprising because trick-or-treating, I think, is so much fun, you know, when you're right. at that age. And especially if you're able to trick-or-treat for a good cause. Yeah, and, you know, maybe it's just me, but I always feel like I'm still a kid at heart. So whenever something like that comes up, like, oh, let's go trick-or-treating or let's go to a fun costume party, that little child in me emerges, and I just have a fabulous time. And so certainly I'm going to be utilizing this Halloween to do something good for trick-or-treat for literacy. I mean, I'm all about empowering young kids with books, and so I think that's going to be a fabulous use of my time, and I'm hoping to get my friends in on it as well. I think it's been years and years since I've actually gone trick-or-treating with my friends. I think a couple years ago I took my brother out, you know, to kind of make sure he was safe as we went door-to-door, but... I'm going to try to get my friends in on it, too. Yeah, I think that's a really great idea. Um, you know, I haven't gone trick-or-treating in a little bit, but what my family does, every year we head down to Disney World in Orlando, and we go to the Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, and we've done this for the past um, two years. Uh, but last year, unfortunately, it's, we weren't able to go specifically on Halloween, but this year we'll be there on October you know, 31st here in a couple days. And I'm actually going to get to trick-or-treat around the park. And that's so much fun. It's a really unique event. And that's kind of what me and my family do for Halloween. Yeah, you know, and I actually, and a couple years ago when I couldn't go trick-or-treating with my brother either, I think for some reason he had something going on that day, I helped out at a local Halloween fair that was put on by my old elementary school. And they had a ton of games out there for kids to come and enjoy. And I thought that was really interesting because, now there seems to be a lot of discussion on whether or not trick-or-treating is really safe. You know, there's a lot of concerns surrounding that, and parents are really rallying up and trying to find solutions. And I think one great way is to take your kids to a Halloween fair like that because they can come all geared up in their beautiful and cute costumes, as, and they can, you know, get candy and get in that Halloween spirit, but they're just in one localized area playing games. And so I did that for one year, and I'm hoping either to maybe – do that for a couple hours this year as well as going trick-or-treating because, you know, us teenagers, we tend to be out late when we're trick-or-treating. Um, but I'm <laughs> trying to figure out what costume I want to wear because for some reason that tends to be something I'm not very good at every year coming up with a creative costume because whenever I show up to these things, all my friends seem to have these super creative ideas and I just wonder how they come up with them. And I would imagine that maybe Pinterest has some ideas. Do you know of any? Uh, you know, I haven't really searched for my costume yet, which is terrible because Halloween is in just a couple of days. And since I'm going to Disney, I really wanted to dress up as maybe one of the princesses or something in the Disney realm. So I'm still kind of, um, I'm still kind of trying to figure that out. But I think that Pinterest is a really great place to search. And like you said, people are so creative. 
and have so much fun with it. I love it when people hand make their costumes too. Right, right. You know, I've actually never handmade my own costume. I'm not one to sew, but I certainly love to learn. I remember when I was younger, I would beg my grandmother to teach me how to crochet. Because I think crocheting, knitting, sewing, these are really useful skills. And I remember one year when I was a goblin <laughs> for Halloween, that my black cloak that covered my hair, because I had a mask on with that goblin costume, my bun that I had to tie my hair back in because I didn't want it around my mask, you know. The hood yeah, of that my sounds cloak, so cool. <laughs> the hood of my cloak and I think it, happened to rip, and it was so horrible because I couldn't sew and my mom can't sew, and so there was no one to fix that, and I was walking around as a goblin with a big hole in my hood. And so I do need to learn how to sew, not only to fix my costumes, but also to maybe make my own. <laughs> yeah, I definitely think that would come in handy at certain times like that moment. Um, and I think a really cool thing, too, about Halloween is that it's celebrated all around the world, except that in each country or in each part of the world, it's celebrated a little bit differently, and it varies from some of our American traditions. So I think that um, we're going to share a couple of, you know, since we have viewers all around the world, I think that we're going to share what some of our listeners do um, in other countries. Yeah, that's a great idea. You know, I know that in Mexico and Latin America and Spain, they have All Souls Day, which takes place on November 2nd, and it's commemorated with a three-day celebration that begins on the evening of October 31st. Now, this is a celebration designed to honor the dead, who they believe return to their earthly homes on Halloween. Now, in my area of Chilock, California, we have a large and wonderful Hispanic community, and a lot of my friends actually tell me about Dia de los Muertos, I believe that's how it's pronounced. And from what I've heard, it's a really a celebratory time. And a lot of these people actually go visit the graveyards of their loved Now, many of these families will construct an altar to the dead in their homes to honor the deceased relatives. And they'll also decorate their home as well as the relatives' graves with candy, flowers, photographs, and their loved one's favorite foods and drinks and also fresh water and flowers. And I think this is a wonderful message to derive from here because we're celebrating the life. We're not just mourning the, the death in Dia de los Muertos. And I think that's a really interesting kind of translation of Halloween, don't you think? Totally. I really do agree. I remember learning about this actually in Spanish class, and I love learning about different countries and different cultures and how holidays are celebrated around the world, and I just thought it was really intriguing what they did. Um, also, I think it's just cool, you know, to see how people are able to celebrate this one holiday, and there's so many different aspects about it. Yeah, and, and you know, and on yeah, yeah, oh, for, sure, for, sure, for certain. And another thing that I know they do is they decorate skulls as well with flowers and they adorn it with candy. And I think that's also really intriguing because here in America, we tend to associate the skull with something scary or creepy, but there is something to be celebrated. So it's so interesting how a symbol can be so different in regions of the world. Yeah, exactly. This one item can be seen in various different ways. It's really neat. Um, you know, in England, on the evening of November 5th, bonfires are lit throughout England, and effigies, I hope that I'm pronouncing that right, probably not, <laughs> are burned and fireworks are set off. And although it falls around the same time and has some similar traditions, 
This celebration has little to do with Halloween or the ancient Celtic festival of Samhain. Uh, the English, for the most part, stopped celebrating Halloween as Martin Luther's Protestant Reformation began to spread, which, you know, I thought was interesting. As the followers of the new religion did not believe in saints, they had no reason to celebrate the eve of All Saints Day. However, a new autumn ritual did emerge. Guy Fawkes Day festivities were designed to commemorate the execution of the notorious English traitor Guy Fawkes. So I think that it's cool to see, even though they may not directly celebrate Halloween, they do have their own traditions. Yeah, and, you know, each culture can kind of add their own personal flair to this holiday, and that patchwork of different ways to celebrate the festivity is what I think makes this holiday so beautiful. Well, Caitlin, thank you so much for this riveting conversation. During the break, be sure to visit btsya.com to check out that Trick or Treat for Literacy campaign. Instead of collecting candy, collect donations so that we can give a child the treat of a book. And I'm Caitlin. Please visit our website at expressyourselfteenradio.com and our videos at youtube.com slash be the star you are. Stay right here with us as we continue our conversation. Tune in to Dinosaur Detectives with Little Miss Dinosaur, Anna Dubois. We'll not only learn about dinosaurs, but also about fossils, ancient civilizations, and ask questions from paleontologists. You'll learn about science in general with an emphasis on paleontology and dinosaurs. Anna hopes that this show will start or increase your awareness and interest in the field of science. Dinosaur Detectives can be heard every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Let's sing with the Indie Girls. Join Callie Young and Rinsley Phelps each week as they talk about the music industry with an emphasis on what it's like to sing as performers. We'll give out some great tips on how to make it big and be the next contestant on your favorite reality singing competition. We'll also talk to the artists who are already making it big on the up-and-coming circuit. Indie Girls can be heard live on the Voice America Kids channel every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Tune up your voice and join in the chorus. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back. Thank you for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. I'm Hannah Hundle. And our program is Express Yourself, brought to you by the Be The Star You Are 501c3 Literacy and Positive Media Charity. And I'm Caitlin Darrow. Now, we've branched off a bit from today's theme. Um, in the last two segments, when we spoke with Nickelodeon star Sean Henry Fox, but we again are going to be bringing our conversation back to Halloween now as we fully examine this holiday with the help of a new reporter. Zara Hassanin is a ninth grader, and her favorite subject is English. She loves music, plays the piano and violin in her free time, and she partakes in other musical endeavors. In addition, 
Zara participates in her school's public speaking and mock trial programs, and she tutors younger children. Zara was a volunteer at a hospital in Pakistan, and she volunteers for BTSYA because BTSYA stands for hope and positivity by any means necessary. Hope is the one thing that she believes drives all humans. We're excited for Zara to make her radio debut with us today as the Hope Heals reporter. Welcome to Express Yourself, Zara, and I love your segment's name. Hi, uh, Caitlin and Hannah. I'm so excited to be participating as a reporter on Express Yourself Teen Radio because I truly believe that giving young people a voice is very important. It offers all of us Be The Star You Are hope, and I'm excited to be um, the reporter for my new segment, Hope Heals. Today, however, we are talking about a fun holiday, Halloween. Whether you think it's scary and spooky or tacky or troublesome, Halloween is just around the corner and it's going to catch everyone. Halloween has been around for centuries and whether you're trick-or-treating or just staying home, maybe passing out candy, it's a great holiday. As a chairperson for the Trick-or-Treat for Literacy campaign, I want to encourage people to make a donation to be the star you are so that we can provide every child in children's hospital with a book instead of candy for the holidays. It'll definitely change someone's life for the better and give them a lot of hope uh, and help them on their journey to read, lead, and succeed. As uh, we would say here at BTSYA, donations can be made at www.bethestarur.org. Uh, all you have to do is just click on the donate button and it's pretty straightforward from there. Uh, we're really hoping for a lot of donations and it'll definitely make a huge difference in the lives of countless kids. So. Oh, I totally agree, and I'm definitely going to be doing that, and I hope many more of our listeners will be participating as well. Now, Zara, we're talking about trick-or-treating, and of course, we're talking about Halloween. Can you give us a little snapshot of the history of Halloween? Because we briefly mentioned that, and I'm sure it's much more exhaustive than we could have time to talk about, but can you give us a little more in-depth look at Halloween and the history of it? Yeah, totally. So Halloween was originally called Samhain, and the Celts used to... Uh, use it as a marker of the end of the harvest season and the start and like birth of winter. At the same time, they believe that a change in seasons act as a sort of bridge to the underworld. Um, so over the years, like instead of kind of a tradition, um, like religiously, it's kind of evolved into all the costumes, candy, and fun that you see today, rather than you know a more serious holiday. But it's still fun, so. Definitely. Halloween, I think, is such a fun, fun holiday. Um, It's one of my favorites. So what kind of places are the best for trick-or-treating? Because that's obviously such a big part of Halloween. Well, I always aim to go somewhere with big houses because I know that they'll give out a lot of candy. Um, I think in most towns and cities, people always hear rumors and, like, you know, other things about certain places that give out, like, exorbitant amount of candy, money even, or, like, something of the sort. Um, big cities can get pretty crowded, but they're always really fun and get you more, like, in the kind of Halloween and trick-or-treating spirit. Um, the amount of candy and treats are one thing to keep in mind, but the whole feel of Halloween in a neighborhood can make it a lot more fun to trick-or-treat there instead of in a place with, like, zero decorations that, you know, you just don't feel the spook at all. Mm. Um, Overall, I think, like, go for the biggest kind of places if you don't mind crowds. But, I don't know, sometimes I just go on, like, random streets here and there uh, if I'm not looking for, like, a big loot and I don't have a lot of time or I just don't really want to, you know, deal with too many people. Um, If I had 
you know, a choice. I'd definitely go trick-or-treating in Disneyland, but, you know, it's not always realistic. <laughs> that does sound pretty cool, though. And in yeah. a prior segment, we were kind of discussing whether or not we ever really get too old for trick-or-treating. And I feel like we don't because I feel like I'm a kid at heart and I will always be a kid at heart. But do you think we ever age out of trick-or-treating? Uh, yeah, like you were saying, I mean, I think for the most part, we don't. Um, I mean, it makes you, like, as you were saying, feel like a kid again, really, and kind of gives you hope in that way, too, that you're not getting too old or whatever. Um, I think most people stop sometime in high school. Um, I don't know. I know a few college kids that still go trick-or-treating. I've never seen an adult go trick-or-treating because, like, realistically, I don't think anyone would give them candy unless they look like a kid. But um, I don't know. I'm going to try to go as long as I can, hopefully all throughout high school. Um, but the only stressful part is like when you have a test the next day or you have a quiz mm. or even just tons of homework, the most you can really do is just dress up and go to school. Um, I'm still trying to decide if I should go this year or not. Um, I know it's a like huge decision that a lot of people face. And I think it's just best to see how you're feeling the day before Halloween or on Halloween. Just make the decision from there because I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's really good advice. Um, and now for those who maybe don't go trick-or-treating for whatever reason that may be, what are some other kinds of things that they can do on Halloween? Well, if you think that, you know, trick-or-treating is too much walking, it gives you too much blisters and, like, your limbs ache too much, you're too cool to go trick-or-treating, whatever, um, you can, you know, just dress up, but you don't actually have to go out. People always throw costume parties and stuff. Um so, yeah, I get why people would just want to stay home and pass out candy or just even watch TV or something. Um, some people like the comfort of their own home. And uh, so in that way, Halloween can turn into an occasion um, that's meant to be an opportunity just to, like, hang out with friends if you're throwing a party or something. Oh, okay, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that makes great sense. And on the subject of some people just not wanting to go trick-or-treating, I think some of them kind of feel that they're – just going door to door to take candy or to maybe steal candy per se. How can you prevent that feeling? Yeah, I mean, I definitely get that feeling a lot too. Um, I think first and foremost, I think it's really important to actually, I mean, this is going to sound silly because you don't work while you're trick-or-treating, but work for the candy. <laughs> um, it's immoral just to dump the whole bowl in your bag when someone has it outside their house. Like, I've seen so many teenagers doing that. Um, so if you keep yourself from doing that, first of all, it would probably make you feel better about the whole tradition. Um, it's weird that it's called trick-or-treating in the first place because the trick part isn't discussed as much, like, especially when you're younger. Oh. Um, yeah, like, I don't know. When I was little, all I cared about really was the treat. But as people <laughs> get older, I feel like, um, like they kind of start letting the trick idea get to their heads too much, which can actually be extremely harmful like, it definitely deprives people of the whole spooky, celebratory spirit. Um, and, you know, people see Halloween as kind of an escape from reality. Um, and when people play tricks, then, you know, it's not that great. I mean, if they're, like, innocent tricks that really don't harm people in any way, it's fine. But um, taking away hope from a little kid definitely won't make you feel better about trick-or-treating. Um, in addition, a lot of charities organize Halloween events like BTSYZ's own trick-or-treat for literacy, literacy campaign. Uh, kids get books instead of candy. Um, 
UNICEF has their own trick-or-treating program that a lot of kids do. Um, you can even just donate candy, uh, and that can help by ensuring that you aren't taking, like, completely vain actions on a holiday that a lot of people don't really get to participate in. Uh, when you give someone hope, it's really the happiest feeling in the world. So whether it's through BTSYA's Trick or Treat for Literacy or UNICEF's campaign, you know, it definitely gives you a good feeling. Now, do you like the costume aspect of Halloween? I know we touched on it a little bit. You were saying that you weren't sure if you were going to go out, but do you know what you might dress up as this year? Yeah, I mean, I've always had an awesome time, time dressing up. Um, I think it's a great way to express your creativity and also just like see another kind of personality inside of people that you've known all your life. Some people like going for like traditional costumes, like a black cat or a witch, but I always kind of appreciated when people go a little bit outside the box, even though I personally don't put that much effort into my costumes, which I still think is fine. Uh, when I was younger, I remember dressing up as Hagrid from Harry Potter in second grade and all these like other strange costumes. Like as an old man two years ago and a carrot like a year ago. Um, I always like to think of funny costume ideas, but I always like envy the people who can make their Halloween makeup and everything oh. about themselves <laughs> just like really dramatic and realistic. I always wish I could do that, but I can't. So <laughs> That's um, so true. I know. I love looking at those really cool Halloween costume ideas. I'm getting some inspiration. Well, thank you very much, Zara, for making your own radio debut today. You've given us some really helpful tips that hopefully we can make to use our to make this Halloween our best one yet. Okay. Thank I you. Just, oh, thank you so much. Yeah, thank me. you so much. They were wonderful tips. As always, all good things must come to an end. And this show gave us insight on how we can add a little pizzazz in our lives, particularly on Halloween. Thanks to Star Style Productions, Cynthia Bryan, Be The Star You Are, and Kid Star for producing this show, where we empower kids. Thank you to our Voice America Kids crew, especially Perry Damone and Bruce Solstein. Thanks to our guests and reporters from across the world. And thank you, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. I'm Hannah Hundle. And I'm Caitlin Darrow. You've been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens. For information on our creative community, go to btsya.org. Until next week, remember, be kind, be Halloween safe, and be here. Speak up, speak out, and express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself. Produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars that shine between the lines if you would let yourself. Cindy Marie from Phoenix, Arizona and host of Bookworm. The Kids Store album of the month this month is Back in School, Neil Brewer and Friends. Let's listen to Dodgeball. Look out, Mary's got the ball And her eyes are set on you She's lean, she's mean, she's quick and tall There's nothing you can do One time she drew a beat on Fred Back when he first moved in 
he slung one straight upside his head. Fred hasn't played since then. We laughed when we first saw her throw. With that wind-up fling and twirl, now every single kid I know tries throwing like that girl, but none of us have matched her way. Perhaps it's in the eyes. We only know that when she plays, we drop like swatted flies. Dodgeball, dodgeball, Mary gonna make us fall. It ought to be against the law. She should even play it all. Dodgeball, dodgeball, Mary sure is beautiful. But friend, I wouldn't tell her that 'cause she'll wind up hard and you'll wind up flat. Same thing happens every day. Mary puts us in our place. Though we try, we cannot get away. From that Mona Lisa face Each day we wonder who it is She's gonna level first And when she's through with what she does We all line up for the nurse Dodgeball, dodgeball Mary's gonna make us fall It ought to be against the law She should even play it all Dodgeball, dodgeball Mary sure is beautiful But friend, I wouldn't tell her that Cause she'll wind up Dystrophy. For more information, go to the Kidstar website www.kidstar.org. <laughs> 